Hello, beautiful. I hope you're doing well and welcome to another episode of the podcast. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and start this episode. As you can tell by the title of this episode, I'm going to be talking about just lessons that I have learned so far in college. I'm going to dive deeper into these in multiple episodes, but to get started, I just wanted to talk about the expectations that I feel like we all have for ourselves. I can tell you right now, for me, they were really high. I was an A student in high school, honor roll, teacher's pet. You know, I had everything going for me academic-wise. And I got to college, and I thought that I had everything under control. I knew how to study. I knew how to time manage. You know, college is just, you know, a bigger campus, bigger classes, more students. They can't be that bad, right? <laughs> well, you know, I definitely had a little bit of a surprise in store for me once I got there because it was different in some ways. It wasn't different right off the bat because I did go to a high school that was reared to teach, preparing the students. I didn't have a bad transition into college. It was actually my sophomore year in the fall, things start to change in terms of grades and classes start to really hit me in a way that it's never had before. It was my first C and this was the first semester I had to do a retake and it was also the first semester that I got a grade below anything I've ever received in high school and that shook me to my core it really broke down my confidence and I know that I'm not the only student who feels this way who has been through this and I think that's why I'm sharing this right now I've had to retake a class but the first time this happened again was soul-crushing because up until then I had this idea of me this you know picture of me being smart and put together and responsible and when I got this grade it felt like all of that went out the window all of it was untrue or felt as if who I was now was worse off than who I was in the past because of this grade I felt like a failure because this grade told me I was a failure it told me that I wasn't smart and that I wasn't going to do well in life and that I wasn't going to do well in my pre-health path and it made me feel like I was not only disappointing myself but my family because I also was raised to make my family proud and that comes through my achievements because fortunately my college is paid by my family and I am financially safe which I'm eternally grateful because I know that that is not circumstances for everyone so it feels like in some ways I'm an investment I'm not taking what I have for granted my parents put in this money not to see me fail but they want to see me grow and invest in my education so I can get a good career so I can have a good job so I can have a good life so I can have a family and support them myself financially so when I get this grade All of this is running through my head on top of being an overthinker and again, having high expectations for myself and also being a big critic and also my mind being my worst enemy for sure didn't help the situation at all. I remember feeling terrible because while we've been told that a number doesn't define you, it really doesn't feel like that when you're in the moment. It doesn't feel like that at all. You go and you revert to this, I don't know, the self-sabotage phase. At least I did. So then that fall semester was really hard. And then I get into spring semester. And it's not as bad 
I had to retake a class again. Flash forward to last fall, a year later, and I received even worse grades. And they were lower than the first ones that I got in my other class. And when the first time I got those, I was crying. I mean, I was seriously shook. It felt like everything I knew was wrong. And I think the most frustrating part about getting that grade is that I actually put in the work. I went to every lecture. I did the homework. I wrote down notes. I went to office hours. I talked to my professor. I reviewed my tests. I went to these supplemental instruction courses that are student-led. I did everything I could to get a good grade. And what did I get? A grade that I didn't like, obviously. And it didn't reflect anything or any work I put into that class. I think that was the most frustrating part. It really was. Because we're all told through life that you get what you put in. And I was putting in my all. Every single class I put in 110%. I'm a hard worker. And yet these grades were telling me that my work wasn't enough. Even when I was doing everything right. Then I'll see students who I barely see in class get A's and B's. Good for them. That's amazing. But I struggled. And I was frustrated with these facts that were given to me because to me a student who doesn't go to class doesn't do the homework doesn't do the lectures doesn't look at the slides doesn't go to office hours if they get a zero you're gonna be like yeah I mean you deserve that you didn't put any work in so why did you expect to get anything but that right you know I mean you're gonna fail the class you didn't do anything to improve yourself to actually apply yourself so what are you doing but that wasn't me That's why I was so frustrated with these grades that I was getting because it felt like, what was I doing wrong? And I kept trying to improve and I kept trying to change and yet it didn't happen. And that has happened to me before in high school. And looking back at my fall semester last year and all my other past failures, quote unquote, I realized that these are the times that I end up growing and being a better version of myself than who I was before. Which again, in that moment, is really hard to see. It's really hard to push push past the fog, push past that negative thoughts that you're telling yourself or the circumstances that are surrounding you. You're sleep deprived. You probably can't remember the last time you ate. Been studying for hours. When you go to sleep, it's really late and not that peaceful sometimes. You know, all these things running through your brain. You're thinking, all I've ever done is studying and eating. So what am I doing? And all those things run through your head. So yeah, it's hard to think about these hindsight things when you're in the moment, obviously. I remember when I got that lower grade than my first C or lower, I didn't bat an eye. I didn't cry at all (laughs) because I've been through it. I already went through it. It was so weird. You know, you'd expect that a lower grade would make me more distraught, but it didn't. And I think it's because I've already had it happened to me before which is kind of funny if you have to think about it you know you're probably thinking you know Jenny this is a really bad grade so why isn't this bothering you and I think my answer is didn't really care honestly I could care less about what I was getting in that class the level of care that I had towards grades was so low that my brain wasn't even like oh my gosh Jenny you need to start caring more That's how bad it was (laughs) because it was so hard. 
you know, it's like when you keep putting in effort into something that doesn't work, your natural instinct is to get frustrated or not want to keep doing it. And that's where I was kind of at. Honestly, I was past the frustration stage. I was mostly in the, oh, well, who cares? It is what it is type stage. And I realized after this semester has been over in the spring, I finally accepted that being a student, you don't need to be perfect. It's not the end of the world if you have to retake a class. And it's not the end of the world if you fail it and have to take it again. It doesn't define you. You have plenty of other things that make you, you. And that is something that I'm really happy that I came to that conclusion. Being a pre-med, I really was so set for the longest time to graduate on time. And I'm not saying intentionally try not to graduate on time. All I'm saying is some people move at a different pace. And it's not going to be the natural flow for years. And I realized I want to be a doctor. At the end of the day, that's what I want to do and I can't see myself doing anything else. So why would I give up on this when it's hard? And so what if I make it to being a doctor one or two years later than everyone else? We're all doctors. The finish line is still there. Everyone still finishes the marathon. So what does it matter if I finish a little later than everyone else? Because our career is going to be 40, 50 years long. So one or two is a drop in the bucket. And putting that into perspective, I realized the only reason I didn't think of that before was really ego. Feel the need to graduate on time and be a doctor super young or whatever the reason may be. But it is all kind of tied to that in a way. And when I let go of that last bit of ego that I had in regards to my career, everything became so much more peaceful. I felt this weight off my shoulders I never even realized I was carrying that expectation from myself again going back to the ideas that we have for ourselves the goals the dreams the ambitions that we have and seeing them maybe not being fulfilled in the way we want and I didn't realize how light I felt afterwards it was so amazing because I realized if that's if this is what I want to do at the end of the day I'm going to take it at my own pace I'm going to take it at my own time I'm going to do it the way I need to do it in order to get to where I want to go. And if it's slower than everyone else's, okay. My mom always used to tell me to run my own race. And that never truly felt more relevant than this lesson right here. It's to run your own race. Do what you need to do to make the life that you want. To get the goals that you want. To accomplish the things you want in your life. And so what if you're behind? If you're like me and things don't necessarily come easily to you. You're not the person who doesn't need to really study and yet they get A's and B's. If you're the person who has to work to be smart, yes, run your own race. If you're not thinking of a career change and you want to do what you want, stick with it and don't give up. Because I promise you, it's so worth it to bet on yourself, to not give up on yourself. That's what quitting is. You're giving up on yourself. If you're like me, honestly, the most empowering thing to just... Stop feeling sorry for yourself, which was another thing. Maybe I went through a little bit too. Whether it was valid or not, at some point, I need to pick myself back up again, brush it off, try again. And I'm going to do that. I'm going to pick myself up, brush it off, retake these classes, and try again. Because that's all I can do. And again, never did I truly realize until now 
and all these classes and all the things that I've been through, did I really understand the concept of the person, a person isn't defined by your setback, but how someone reacts to those setbacks. What do they do when they're knocked down? What do they do when things aren't going their way? What do they do when things are hard? Do they give up? They quit? Do they get depressed? Do they wallow? Or do they try again? Reevaluate. What is it you're gonna do to react to that situation, to that failure, to that grade, whatever it may be? Those are the things that show who we are as a person. Are we strong in that way? And I'm gonna try to do that. And I hope that you do too. Because strength and character and perseverance and resilience is a way more important quality than I think a lot of people don't realize that it doesn't come naturally. Honestly, you start building resiliency when you have things go wrong in your life. <sighs> you know, it doesn't, it's not necessarily something that you can work on when things are going great. So when things are going great, I guess just realize that it's seasonal and that when things go bad, it's not going to stay the way that way and it's going to pass and it's not always going to stay the same. And that helps me get through the tough times that I go through in school when I have three exams on the same day and I have to study for 12 hours every day for probably two weeks telling yourself that it's not going to stay the same. Things will get better. That helps me get through those times where I doubt myself, where I tell myself I can't do this, I'm not smart enough, or you can't do this, or can you really be a doctor? Are you able to accomplish your dreams? Or maybe I'm not cut out to be a doctor. I remember one time I was like, you know what, maybe I should just be a cashier, drop out of college and just be a cashier because that seems so much easier than what I'm doing now. And I had to stop myself because I realized, well, yeah, it's a lot easier, but will you be happy and my answer would be no. And also, very illogical, you know? I think a lot of the times our brain, when people who overthink and have anxiety, it's a lot bigger in our heads. And when we talk about it out loud, sometimes you realize how ridiculous it might sound. You're like, oh, Jenny, that can't happen. That's not going to happen. Or really, like, that's not the realistic possibility of your circumstances, you know? It's like um, in English, if you've ever had to write an essay, and if you've ever tried reading what you've written out loud, a lot of the times you can pick up any of the misunderstandings or grammar mistakes that if you just read it with your eyes, you wouldn't pick up, you wouldn't detect. But when you say it out loud, you see it. And you're like, yo, that I need to reword that. Oh, or, oh, you, I need to delete that word and rephrase it, or et cetera, et cetera. The point is, is that I've learned to check my brain, take what it says, and then critically analyze it, I guess, and be like, you know, um, I don't think that's actually going to happen. You have to kind of hype it down any type of overthinking or frustrations or negative self-talk that can go through that you are telling you and... That was a, that's actually also helped too. So with that, I just wanted to say, if you've ever been in my situation, don't give up on yourself. Failure is okay. It makes you grow as a person, if you want to put any comedic sense. It's character development, but in all seriousness, it's true. A failure doesn't mean you are a failure. Failing a class doesn't mean it's the end of the world, and it does not mean 
that you are incapable of fulfilling the career and dream that you want. Because if it's truly something you want, it will happen. Just keep working towards it and don't give up. Because if you have that belief and that fire within you, anything is possible. Anything can happen. With that, that's the end of the episode. And I can't wait to be with you guys in the next one. Bye!